Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. The sweetest sound my heart has ever heard The lovely voice of God The Spirit entered into me When He spake to me The words He spoke to me They were spirit, they were life the visions and dreams Oh, how they turned my life around And brought direction for my ministry As I rose up from my knees There was a mantle now on me I have found grace for mighty words And I will never the lovely voice of God, your tender voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life. No other voice compares, oh no, it's the sweetest sound my heart has ever of God, the lovely voice of God, your tender voice revealing the mysteries of your will at the crossroads of my life. No other voice compares, oh no, it's the sweetest sound my heart has ever heard. The lovely voice of God. The lovely voice of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow, 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 wow. Wonderful. We want to share a word of prayer. I want everybody to pray today before we receive the word of God that we will hear the lovely voice of God as we listen to the song ministration that God spoke his lovely words to the prophet at the crossroads of his life. So my prayer is that today God will speak to us his lovely voice. Just lift your voice wherever you are 
Just pray that God indeed will speak to you. If you're at home, just pray that today you will hear the lovely voice of God. You will hear the lovely voice of God. Lift up your voice and just begin to pray. Lord, speak your voice. Speak your word into our lives, Lord. Let us hear your voice today, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Pray everywhere. Pray. You have not come to hear from me. You have come to hear from Almighty God. Your prayer will prevent me from speaking my mind to you, but to speak the word of God to you, to you. Makole makas, lempando bale, bronde brebede, bronde braba, ramando brale, kando dale, kando dale, lempando bala, bronde bre. Pray wherever you are. This is perhaps your most important prayer today that you will hear God's voice as his word comes. Yes, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Matobade kobala, rapando lobos, kepando labaka, lempando bobo, Speak to us, speak to us, speak to us. In the name of Jesus, speak to us, Lord. And let us hear your voice. Let us hear your voice, Lord. In the name of Jesus. 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 Hallelujah. I want us to pray and rebuke any other voice. Apart from the voice of God. Yes. Bible says there are many voices. There may be many voices. And none of them is without significance. So yeah. in your life, there are so many people speaking to you. Even as we come before God's word, so many, your flesh can be speaking to you. Your flesh can be speaking to you that it's hungry. So throughout the time that God is speaking, other voices are speaking. And your flesh is crying for food. There are many different voices. Your grandmother's voice, your mother's voice, your friend's voice. So many, but you want to pray and rebuke and shut every voice up. In the time that God is speaking, everybody should be quiet and only God should speak. Lift yes. up your voice and just pray right now. And pray, man. There are, it may be, so many kinds of voices in the world. None of them without significance. None of them without significance. But pray that only God's voice will come through. Every other voice will be shut up. Will be shut up now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We rebuke every other voice. The voice of the devil. The voice of the devil. We rebuke it. Any other voice that is in our lives right now, we shut it up. We say, Lord. Only Lord, your spirit and Lord, only your word yes, Lord, should come through to us in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Finally, Lord, I want us to pray. I want us to pray for our ears. Oh, yes. That they will hear. Sometimes God is speaking. We are not hearing. Mercy. Yeah. Sometimes God is speaking, but we are not hearing. Jesus said, Blessed are your ears. For they hear. So the fact that you have ears doesn't mean they will hear. Mm. 
but pray that today they will indeed be blessed yes, and Lord. be touched by God that you will hear God's voice and God's word concerning you right now. Yes, Lift your Lord. voice and just begin to pray right now. Bless our ears. Bless our ears. Let them hear, Lord. Let them hear, Lord. Touch your ear wherever you are and say, these ears are blessed and they will hear the word of God. They will hear the word of God. Palomala, let them hear, Lord. Blessed our ears, for they hear, for they hear, for they hear. Matoliko si pakolaba, lempando katatole, sketolima satando labika, lempako badeba. Let every ear, let every ear hear the word of God today. Let us hear your lovely voice in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Finally. Declare that you will be blessed by the word of God today. You will be declare wherever you are that I will be blessed. I will be blessed. No matter the word that comes my way today, I will definitely be blessed. I will leave this session with a blessing. I will not leave this session depressed. I will not leave this session with a curse. I will not leave this session broken. I will live blessed. I will live healed. I will live restored. I will live lifted up in the name of Jesus. Let it be your declaration. Let it be your declaration that no work of the devil will bring me down today. God's word will reach me. God's word will come through to me and I will be blessed. I will be blessed. I will be blessed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands. Let's pray and thank God. Father, thank you that by the entrance of your word, light and understanding is coming to us in the name of Jesus. We declare that today we will hear your voice concerning our lives. Let your word come in power. Let it come with healing in the name of Jesus. Let every hearer be blessed. Let your word be a blessing to every ear that is here today in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Say a louder, amen. amen. If you're at home, say amen. amen. Wonderful. You may be seated in the presence of God. It's exciting to be in church and to see all of you. Um, those of you at home, it's exciting to know that indeed you are there and you are with us. I believe that God has a special word for us this morning. Hallelujah. After, after I finish preaching, I'll make a very important announcement. So, I would encourage everybody to stay on through to the end of the service. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, turn your Bibles with me to Ephesians chapter 1. We are doing a study into Ephesians. And I'm preaching on the subject, a closer walk with God. So, as we are going through this series, we are trying to walk closely with God and I said you cannot walk with somebody if you don't agree with the person. Hallelujah. You cannot walk with anybody if you don't agree with the person. So for us to walk with God and to walk with God closely, we must learn to agree with God. So Paul is helping us to agree with God. Amos 3:3 3, 3 says, Can two walk together 
except they be agreed. Hallelujah. Do you get it? So, for two people to be together, to be in a relationship, to be in a marriage, to be friends, to work together, you will have to learn to agree one with another. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So, without that, we cannot really walk closely with God. We may walk in the direction of God, but we cannot walk with him closely. Amen. How many of you like to be with your friends who are always arguing with you, always disagreeing with you, always fighting with you? You will not like to walk. You are walking with a friend in town. Everybody is there. She's arguing with you. She has removed your wig in public. I mean, you will not like to walk with such a friend. Such a friend is not appropriate. The same way God also doesn't want you to remove his wig as he's walking with you. You are always arguing with him, always disagreeing with him. He doesn't want such an embarrassing, embarrassing, embarrassing situation. Do you get such an embarrassing, embarrassing situation? And you'll be surprised. A lot of times the things that are under the wig, they are really, they don't want anybody to see. So, I mean, if you remove it, do you get it? One, one young man, one young man, he was arguing with his mother. He was arguing, with, as he was arguing with his mother, he took off his mother's wig and he used the wig to hit the mother's face. What a disgraceful act. I'm sure he's dead by now. Oh, I'm very sure. I'm sure he's already dead. Do you get it? So God doesn't want you to remove his wig. And so, to, so when you don't agree with him or align yourself with him, it's not easy for him to walk with you. Hallelujah. That's just by the way. So let us learn to agree with God. And Paul is helping us to agree with him with God, learn to agree with God, learn to follow the things of God so that we can walk closely with God. Ephesians chapter 1. So we are having this study to draw us closely to God. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Verse 2. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and, the, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's all read it from verse 1. Please put it up for us if you can see. Read. Paul, an apostle by the will of God, which are at Ephesus in Christ Jesus, grace. Hallelujah. So I said here, verse 1 tells us clearly that Paul is writing this letter to the faithful who are in Christ Jesus. The letter is addressed to the faithful who are in Christ Jesus. And I believe that we are all faithful people in the Lord. Hallelujah. Faithful people in the Lord. And the letter is being written to us. And as Paul writes this letter, he establishes from the beginning, the first thing he's praying for the people is that grace and peace be multiplied unto, unto them. Hallelujah. Last week I said what? A little grace, a little peace. When I say a little grace, you say a little peace. Let's go. A little grace. I'm talking to those of you at home. When I say a little grace, then you also say a little peace. A little grace. Powerful. I know somebody sitting at home is not saying it. So, <laughs> Hallelujah. I hear it's justice. So justice, say a little grace and a little peace. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So Paul prays for them to have 
grace and peace. And I said, we must value grace and peace. Hallelujah. You look, Paul valued grace and peace so much that to, in all his letters that he wrote to the people, he always said, grace and peace be multiplied. We read in First Thessalonians, grace and peace be multiplied. We read in his letter to Colossae. Colossians, he said, grace and peace be to the Philippians, said, grace and peace be multiplied to you. Now, you know something is very important to somebody when he keeps talking about it all the time. When he, every day he's talking about it, you know it's important to the person. So, as Paul kept talking about it, it was a revelation to us that grace and peace are very valuable commodities that we need in our lives and in our walk with God. I'm sure some ladies would have wanted shoes that Paul that said, shoes and, and, and fingernails be multiplied unto you. Or dresses and new Brazilian hair be multiplied unto you. Or eyelashes. Eyelashes. Be mort- Brothers would have been saying that uh, side bends, side bends be multiplied unto you. And, and, and six pack, six, six pack Six pack, brothers, you are not receiving the six pack. Six pack, six pack be multiplied unto you, or cars, cars be multiplied unto you, or money, money be multiplied unto you. You see, sisters, you are not receiving. Do you get it now? The brothers have taken it to World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we would have prayed for. But Paul said, grace and peace. Because as far as Paul was concerned, grace and peace are very valuable commodities. Hallelujah. Let's look at even another person. First Peter. Now, Paul is a lawyer. He's writing. You will say, oh, some of these people, because they've gone to school for a long time, they say things that we cannot see and understand. Let's look at a fisherman. Somebody who has not gone to school. He's also writing a letter, First Peter, chapter number one. And as he's writing the letter, guess what he also prays for the people of First Peter chapter one, verse one says, Peter, an apostle of Jesus, to the strangers scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and all these funny places. <laughs> so he's writing the letter to the people at Howick, at um, Bali, Popomeni, all these strange people. Like the strangers who are lost are scattered all over the place. Verse 2. Verse 2. Guess what? Elect according to the foreknowledge of God and blah, 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 blah. Look down. He says, grace unto you and peace be multiplied. Even the fisherman is saying, grace be unto you, and peace be multiplied unto you. So these are very important truths that we must have, important blessings from God that we must have. And I explained to you, let's look at when he wrote to the pastors. First Timothy chapter 1, he says, as for the pastors, they need a little grace. They need a little peace and a lot of mercy. <laughs> Yeah, he wrote this. He says, 
unto Timothy, my son in the faith, grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. He said they need a lot of, a little grace. They need grace. As for us, shepherds who look after God's sheep, we need grace, we need mercy, we need peace, and we need a lot of mercy. Yeah, a lot. A lot. Because, look, if you are working in God's stead, hey, imagine. Grace is the help of God. Mercy is to overlook your mistakes. We make pastors make a lot of mistakes. That's why there are a lot of things, bad things written about pastors. A lot. And God says, Paul says, you need mercy. Hallelujah. May you receive the mercy of God. May you receive mercy for every mistake you have made. Every lie you have told, may God show you mercy. Everything you have cheated in, may God show you mercy. Every wrong thing you have done, may God show you mercy. Hallelujah. So last week I talked about grace. And I said grace is the help of God. And I said we need God's help in our lives. How far you go depends on who's helping you. Hallelujah. How far you go in life, how well you do, depends on who's helping you. Some of us would have had some degrees that, wild degrees by now, if we had the right person helping us. Yeah. If we had the right person to pay some school fees for us to go to certain universities, certain schools, certain, is that what they call, Model C schools, is that what they call it? The top, like college and co, what type of school are they? Private schools. Yeah. Because, I mean, we went to the general school. So, when they said, let's count one, two, three, four, and you were counting, then you forgot. But if it was a private school and you couldn't count, a teacher would have come to teach you how to count. Say, no, you come. Wait after. We'll give you after lessons to help you, to teach you how to count. Now, pastor, what do you mean counting? What do I need counting for? Everything starts from counting. That's why they teach you that one from the beginning. Yeah. They teach you if they didn't know how to count when you go to school. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So, you see, and I see those who came from these private schools, when they speak, you can even hear the clarity in the speech. Yeah, I know a guy when he, he was he's talking to us, we can't even understand what he said. I know two guys. Two guys. One of them one of them, when he's talking, he doesn't finish what he's saying. So he's talking, he's in the, he's in the middle of the sentence. So the boys were going, the teacher came to the other, but the other people, their parents, and then the mother. So, look, when I first met him, he would, and he likes to talk. You see, it's, it's not like he will keep quiet. He likes to talk. So this guy would talk to me for a long time. I won't understand. So when we come home, then I'll ask my wife, what was the guy saying? <laughs> Please try and explain what the guy... So he, he talks like a puzzle, a puzzle, like a jigsaw puzzle. So when he finishes what he's saying, then you have to join the things for them to, to be complete, to make sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm telling you. And he likes to talk. He, and he has so many stories. And I said, in the middle of the sentence, oh, he doesn't know full stop. He doesn't know comma. In the middle of the sentence, then he will start a new sentence. Yeah. 
Comma. For who? For you, maybe. <laughs> but not for him. And I know another guy. Look, one day he said to me, he was trying to tell me that the grass is green. Do you get And he said to me, the dream grass is dream. I was wondering, what does he mean by, what is dream? What, is it a new word? Is it a new word that has come? What is it? The dream dress is dream. So I couldn't understand. So he tried to tell somebody in, in Corsa to tell him. So he said to them, a dream dress, a dream. I say it again. A dream dress, a dream. So then the person explained to him, he's saying that the green grass is green. Fantastic. One day, what, are you recording me? <laughs> One day, I told him to take a picture of the church. So I asked him to go across the road. Across the road and take the picture. So he, for clarity, he asked me, Pastor, should I go across the road? <laughs> and I'm not talking about, you, you are laughing, but I'm serious. This is a university student. University student. Yeah. He said to me, should I go across? Or <laughs> yeah, so depending on who's helping you and where they help you to, determines how far you will go. And I said, that is grace. Grace is getting God to be involved and to help you. And how does grace come? Grace comes to people who are humble. Grace comes, James 4, 6. Bible tells us that God helps the humble. He gives grace to the humble. But he resists the proud. But he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisted the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. Proverbs 3.34. That one is even nicer because it says, He scorneth, surely he scorneth at the scorner, but he giveth grace to the, unto the lowly. But this scripture means God laughs, he scorns, he laughs at proud people. The first corner is love. The second, the, the second, the first corner is love. The second one is proud people. So when God sees proud people, he just laughs at them. But when he sees humble people, he helps them. May God help you. I said, may God help you. A little grace. A little grace. Today, we want to talk about peace. Hallelujah. We want to talk about peace. Quickly in half an hour and then we'll be done. Peace. Hallelujah. Now, we must learn to value peace in our lives. He says, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father. Peace is so important. What is peace? Peace is God. I've written it. I said, God keeping you from annoyance, distraction, anxiety, or an obsession. That's peace. That's peace. Peace is not that there's no war or anything, but it's that God's, God's ability to keep you from annoyance, from agitation. Agitation. Sometimes you are there. Nothing has happened, but you are agitated. Do you understand the word agitated? You are agitated. You are anxious. You, you are uncomfortable. That's peace. Keep you from annoyance. 
Sometimes you are sitting here somewhere, then things come to annoy you. Yeah, you, you have, look, you have not done anything against anybody. You. Then things come to annoy you. Annoyance. Annoyance. You, you, by the time we finish, you will see how important peace is. That God has kept you. For God to keep you from annoyance, like you have woken up today, you have not gotten angry. Nothing has angered you. Hey. Look, a lot of mercy. A little grace. Peace is God keeping you from anxiety. Anxiety. Sometimes you are there, you are so anxious. You, you can't relax. You are always at the edge of your seat. You can't relax. You are always edgy. What is going to go wrong? Is there going to be a problem? What is going to happen? Some of you, this whole year, you have been anxious. But may God deliver you from the anxiety. You are writing matric. You are so anxious. What is going to happen this year with all this virus and everything? Anxiety, anxious, agitation. Like you, are, you can't settle. May God give you peace. Some of you are in the church. You don't have peace. You are anxious in the church. Anxious. Sometimes anxiety comes from being torn between two opinions. That's why Elijah said to the children of Israel, how long will you be torn between two opinions? If God is God, serve him. If Baal is Baal, serve him. Yeah, sometimes it's even better to make the wrong choice and just stick to it than to be in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you think God is with us, stay with us. If you think God is not with us, step aside. But don't be in the middle. Because when you are in the middle, you confuse the devil. Yeah. You confuse, because you are in the middle. You confuse the, I mean, you confuse the, the devil. He doesn't know who to, where, where to go. If you feel God is with us, stay with us. If you feel God has left us, you saw him leaving us or you feel, I mean, just step aside, just follow him. Step aside. Do you get it? But to be torn in the middle, you don't know. Sometimes you are blue. Sometimes you are green. Sometimes you are red. Sometimes you are orange. You are like a robot. Yeah, sometimes you're red. Sometimes you orange. Sometimes you green. You're like a robot. Yeah. How long will you be torn between? So sometimes some of us are torn. You are torn between two, two boys. Should I go here or I should go here? Should I love this one? This one makes my heart beat very fast. But this one makes me feel peaceful, very comfortable that I will have something to eat. Should I go here? Should I? Sometimes you are red. Sometimes you are orange. Sometimes you are green. You are like a robot. Yeah. You are like a robot. So you are anxious. But God will give you peace. God will take the anxiety away. Sometimes you don't know when it, where is the next meal going to come from. Where, 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 where is the, where am I going to pay school fees? How am I going to pay my rent? Am I going to lose my job? In this season, many people are anxious about their jobs. But may God give you peace. May he take the anxiety away and give you peace. God said to Moses, that shall you bless the people. You tell them, may the Lord bless you and keep you and give you peace. May God give you peace.
Hallelujah. Now, oh, another definition is God keeping you from an obsession. That's why you don't want to hear about it. Keeping you from an obsession. Sometimes, some things, an obsession is something that captures your heart beyond your control. That's an obsession. Say, man, why are you so quiet? Why are you the ones I'm talking to? Because you seem very, those of you at home, say amen so we can hear it here. Please. These guys are very quiet. Sometimes, sometimes your heart is affixed to something. You are obsessed with it. You want it so badly. I know people who want to be in a relationship so badly that they won't wait for the right person. No, 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 don't wait for them. Pastor, how do you know the right person? I don't know the right person, but there are some right kind of people. It's like a, a group. A group. May God give you peace and take away every anxiety and every obsession, something that you want so much. Some people want to prosper so much that they would do even things that are unbelievable. Yeah, like 50 cents say, get rich or die trying. That's your motto. 50 cents chapter 1 verse 2. Get rich and die or die trying. Prudence, have you heard that before? Get rich or die trying. Wow, so it's an obsession. So you will cheat, you will steal you. You can't sleep. Some of us, when it's getting to payday, you can't sleep. And it's not even your payday. It's your mother's payday. You can't sleep. Your mother's payday, you can't sleep. You can't sleep. You'll be dreaming. When you are dreaming, people are counting money. You dream of yourself counting money. Counting. Meanwhile, you don't work. You never dream of yourself studying. You dream of yourself counting money. How come you never dream of yourself doing dishes, cleaning the house? You are dreaming of yourself counting money. It's an obsession. Yeah. Like I was saying, look, I know. No, you are not a cashier. You are not. You are not a teller at the bank. Yeah. I said, look, I know people who are so desperate to be in a relationship, to get their beloved. Hey, pastor, everybody. As a pastor, look, my prayer is that all the ladies in the church will get somebody to marry them. That's my prayer. So, brothers, you are the answers to my prayer. Step up, step up, step up, step up, brothers, step up, brothers. You are the answer to my prayer. Step up, step up, step up to the plate. Yeah, lift your game. Yeah, lift your game, get a job, study, finish school, get a job, and stop wasting the girl's time. But listen. Don't, don't be in, it's like, I need to get a guy. I need a guy. I want a guy. If I get a guy, then I'll have some peace. I need a tall guy. Oh, I need a short guy. Oh, God, give me a tall guy. Then God gives you a tall guy. No happiness. No peace. Okay, God, I need a bigger guy. It may be more, the more the guy, 
the bigger the piece. Oh God, then God gives you a big guy. No piece, still no piece. Oh God, okay, give me two guys. Maybe if you give me two, two for the price of one, I may get peace. And you still don't get any peace. It's an obsession. The way you guys are going, I may not finish this message today. Yeah, two for the price of one. Okay, give me a Zulu guy. Oh God, if you give me a Zulu guy, he will speak Zulu to me. When he sees me, he will say, come back and join. I'll say, all right now. Ah, my God, I'll have some peace. Then you see, you don't have any peace. No peace. You see, when you have it, you say, oh God, he's like a bully. He's always trying to beat me. So I don't want. Oh God, give me a closer guy. Then God gives you a Kosa guy. Then he starts to speak Kosa to you. And Kosa people are always quarreling. And he starts to quarrel with you. After a while, he says, Oh God, I don't like this Kosa guy anymore. I don't like a Kosa guy anymore. Please, God, give me a Sutu guy. I like a Sutu guy. I like a Sutu guy. I hear Sutu, sir. They are modest. I'll be with the Sutu guy. I'll be with the Sutu guy. Then God gives you a Sutu guy. After a while, he throws the blanket on you. Boom, like that. You say, oh God, I can't stand this blanket anymore. Even in the summer, he wants you to be under the blanket. Yeah. Even when you go to the beach with him, he wants you to be under the blanket. You say, oh God, I don't want to get this one. Then you say, now I want a vendor guy. So that when I see him, I can look at him and say, in that. It's an obsession. I'm just explaining to you what peace is. I'm not counting. God. May God take every obsession from your heart. Look, one day, I was talking to somebody. And I said to the person, I asked of somebody. And the person said to me, it was Sunday. And the person, I said, oh. I said, I was talking about church. Then I said to the person that, oh, maybe she's, he or she is busy working. Then the person told me, look, even when it was raining, the bucket didn't get full. How much more the rain has stopped, it's just dropping, go, 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 and you want it to get full. It doesn't get full like that. For it to be full, God has to make it full. Yeah, sometimes you are so upset. I got to go to work. I got to go to work. I got to go to work. You don't even have a minute for God. It's an obsession for money. But may God take every obsession out of your life so that you can have peace, so that you can rest. Put your hands together for the Lord. Now, we must value peace. We must really value peace because peace peace makes all the difference. When you have peace, I've written a few notes, peace allows you to enjoy what you have. Peace allows you to enjoy what you have. When you have peace, you enjoy what you, what you have. There are people living in big houses, but there's no peace in the house. And there are people living in shacks. When you go there, they are playing, they are music, they are always happy. Yeah. When there's no peace, you can't, your big house, you can't enjoy it. Hey, no peace, you can't enjoy the marriage. A marriage without peace. What's the use of marrying a young man? Nice, handsome, very good man. You have married, but there's no peace in the house. Always there are quarrels. What's the use? 
always married a beautiful girl. And then you can't have peace. Now, it's not easy to marry a beautiful girl. The brothers, if you know you don't have... <laughs> just, just find your level. Look, marrying a beautiful girl is like planting a, an apple tree by the side of the road. Everybody who's passing sees your apple and says, Wow! Yeah, so if you know that, look, you, you, don't, you can't handle such things. Just find a box and just... Every time you are going to see, everybody will be looking at her. Everybody will be looking at her. You have to be confident in yourself that, yes, everybody is looking at her, but she belongs to me. End of story. She's with me. That's all. Say, hey, why did this person talk to you? Why did this person? You see them all the time. Men who have married beautiful girls. Every day, that's there. And, and then somebody called her. And then somebody talked to her. And then I want to check your phone. I want to see if it rings. Why doesn't it ring? Have you put it on silent? Why have you put it on silent? Put on the ringer. Then when you put on the ringer, I say, who, who called you for it to ring? Yeah, who, 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 why is the phone ringing? Who is the one calling you? Look, I know a husband, he can seize his wife's phone for weeks. He has seized the phone. And he wants to see if somebody will call. Then when it doesn't result, you have told the people not to call because the phone is with me. What brought us into all this? Peace. Sometimes you see relationships, no peace. You can't enjoy the relationship because you are always arguing. And sometimes some people just like to argue and quarrel. Yeah, we call them professional quarrel makers. Just like PQMs. There are two types of PQMs. Professional quarreling machines and then professional quarrel makers. It's like the Quarrel makers, they, this, that's the association. But the people who belong to it are the quarrel machines. You put them in the choir, there's no peace. Always fighting in the choir. Always quarreling. Fighting with this person. Fighting. Why did you wear the same color of shoe that I'm wearing? We are all in the choir. Are we not trying to look the same? Why? And why did you do this? Like, every day, you, people like you can't even have a good friendship with them. Sometimes people are on the stage singing, then they are sitting down, then they are quarreling with them from the church. Yeah, like the congregation is quarreling with the church member as the church member is just busy trying to sing something for Yeah. It's not a story I heard, or it's something that I've seen it before. I said I've done what? I've seen it before. You need peace in your life. It allows you to enjoy it. Look, the famous princess, how many of you know Princess Diana? Diana, Princess of Wales. She married Prince Charles. She's the only person that the storybook that we read every day, we read the story. Book. So, and the prince came to marry her and they live happily after life. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Cinderella, all those stories. Um, Rose Red, which other one? The one with Cruella is which one? Okay, you didn't go to nursery. Okay, it's okay. Do you get it? It's like, oh, Sleeping Beauty. All these rampants, all of them. Then the prince comes to my princess Diana is the real life human being that that thing happened to that a prince, a real life prince, not a storybook prince, a real life prince 
came to marry her. Look. And they were supposed to live happily ever after. When you watch their documentary, she started to fight with him from the honeymoon. Yeah, after the beautiful wedding in 1982, they finished the wedding. From there, they went to honeymoon. That's the day she started to fight with him. Fighting. Fighting with him. Fight, fought with him throughout. You, all of her, every girl wished they were Princess Diana. But little did they know that inside the Buckingham Palace, she was always fighting with Prince Charles. Always. Uh, I'm feeling too cold. I can't go riding. Meanwhile, the guy is a prince. He was brought up as a That's why when you have these type of rich families, they prefer that their children marry a certain type of people. Because you can't keep up with the lifestyle. You can't keep up. He's playing polo. You now want to watch Telemundo. You want to watch Telemundo. Yeah, you always want to watch Telemundo. He now wants to go horse riding all his life. From the time he was young, he was riding. Now he has married you, this Diana. You don't want to go horse riding. You should, he should come and sit down and watch Telemundo. Or what generations. Yeah. He quarreled, she quarreled with him. All. Some wives are like that. Oh, oh, look, one day I saw a video. Which one should I tell you? I don't have much time. Good. I said, peace makes you enjoy what you have. I saw recently there was a Lobola engagement. They were marrying a girl. And the family, that, the girl's family, they were quarreling. And they brought, they gave them goats. They, in that culture, they give a goat. And they were, they were fighting over the goat. Yeah, the goat. So you see... The, 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 the boys on this side, they were holding two legs and the boys on that side, and they were pulling. It's like everybody's trying to get a goat. Everybody's trying to collect the goat. Yeah. I even saw another video of a guy wedding. They had just finished their wedding and then they started to fight. They were in their wedding dress. They were in their wedding. And I'm sure the girl has been fighting for a long time. So she used her head to hit the guy's face. A girl. A girl, she, boom. I said, wow, she's very experienced. Look. Yeah, yeah, they fought, then the guy will fall down, then the guy will get, I'm telling you, very, people have to come and separate. Wedding, wedding, the day of the wedding. Without peace, you can't enjoy. You, you go to some homes, there's no peace in the house. Every day there's a quarrel. And, and those of you who have children at home, I just want to say this, by the way. Listen, don't be quarreling. Let there be peace. For the child, eh, their world is mommy and daddy. It's a, it's, a, it's a horrifying thing for a child to see his or her parents quarreling and fighting. It defines the child. You see children who have come from, a lot of these children, who are guys who have grown up and have become very aggressive, they came from abusive homes. Yeah. Yeah, because that's all they've seen. Fighting. They have, for the child, the child doesn't know. It doesn't know coronavirus. Doesn't, all he knows is mommy and dad. That's his world. His world is mommy and dad. Doesn't know about the economy. Doesn't know about, and he just knows mommy and daddy. So when mommy and daddy are constantly fighting and arguing, the child's world is shaking. It's like my world is being destroyed. 
That's his wealth, mommy and daddy, that's all. Do you see family, they fight, they break things, they fight. Guess what? The children, when they grow up, you would have thought that because you saw your daddy beat your mommy all the time, your mommy was always crying. You will grow, when you grow, you will not do that because you feel that it's a bad. When they grow, that's all they do. They also, yeah. I met a guy, he, had, he was in a relationship with a girl. He, 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 look, he used to beat the girl. So I asked him, why do you beat the girl? He told me that, oh, to discipline her. I said, I discipline her how? So no, to discipline her. So I said, who taught you that? So my, my, that's how my father used to discipline my mother. Yeah, so I also, I, so even Santa, when she has not done anything, it's like I've not beaten her in Santa, so I discipline her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he learned it from home. The church has become very quiet. Have I said, have I offended anybody? Oh, please, I can start next week or I can close now. And You have also become very quiet at home. Why? They grow up to also become aggressive, abusive, violent, wicked, callous. Because that's all they have seen. So if you are coming from a home that is very rough, it's like a what? Don't lift your hand, just be the way you are. But I pray for you that God himself touches your heart and changes something in your heart. Because it affects your orientation, it affects the way you are. It affects the way you are. Hallelujah. Peace, peace. <laughs> peace gives you a chance to build. Peace allows you to build. God gave First Kings 5, 12. Bible says, and God gave Solomon peace around him. And he was able to build peace. Peace. When you have peace, you can build. When you don't have peace, you can't. As a church, if we don't have peace, we can't build. We can't build. What, what are you, where are you going to build? Every day, this person is arguing with this person. This person is fighting with this person. This person is uh, disciplining this person. <laughs> hey! You can't build. You can't do anything. Yeah. And peace is so important. That it's worth sacrificing your pride for. It's even worth being wrong for peace. Look, when, you, when there's a quarrel and you say you are sorry, it doesn't necessarily mean you are wrong. It just means you want peace. It just, sometimes it's worth to say, oh, I'm sorry. Let, even let them think that you are wrong so that there can be some peace. Bible says, I think Romans 12, 18, Bible says, live peaceably with all men. Let's read it. It says, do not repay evil for evil. Yeah. If it be possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Some of us don't like to live peaceably at all. Everything you must sort it out. You are like a school principal. Everything you must sort it out. Everything you must sort it out. I mean, we, might, we have to sort this issue out. No, no, no. You never let sleeping dogs lie. Everything you must sort it out. Eh? You said that what? Okay, and then? The, like, there must be, always be a fight. These are professional quarreling machines. Sometimes you have them in their chair. They never, they will never back down. One quarrel. Look, we can have meetings and meet. Nowadays, I'm tired of have meet, having meetings for quarrels. 
You take it outside. When you are tired, you come back. Yeah, why? When are we going to win souls? It's like never. We, look, we beg you, you won't let the issue go. One issue, you won't let it go. We'll beg you. Look, I, I always have a motto that it takes two people to quarrel. One person cannot quarrel alone, unless they're a madman. One person. One day, a lady called the pastor, not me, the pastor. And she said to the pastor, Pastor, my husband has slapped me. Then the pastor said, Oh, sorry. What happened? Then the lady said, Nothing. He just slapped me. So the pastor said, Oh, what did you didn't do anything? So oh, no, nothing. He just slapped. Then the pastor said, Oh, then this is a small problem. Because what it means is that your husband has a mental problem. This <laughs> is so we just have to take him to see a psychiatrist because since you did nothing. Like the man, because anybody, I mean, can you imagine you, you go out of, as soon as you go, you see a guy and then he'll slap you. Then anybody, then he's just slapping people. Don't you think it's a mental problem? It's a mental problem. You must have provoked him. Yeah. So it takes two people to quarrel. So I said, look, if a quarrel depends on you, avoid it. I said, what? If a quarrel depends on you, avoid it. Because you need me to do. Look, one pastor, he told me, he said, as for me, I'm not like you. That's what he said to me. And he hit his chest, his chest with his right hand like that. As for me, I'm not like you. He, he, he. Can, can you hear it at home? As for me, I'm not like you. I'm not like you. I will fight. Yeah. This, he has fought with his neighbors. He has fought with his friends. He has fought, he's fought with everybody. Everybody. Like, he's like a boxer fighting with everybody. Yeah. As for me, I'm not like you. No, he's not that. It's, it's not a story that I heard. Oh. He said it to me. He hit it. Even me is paining me as I'm doing it. It's even paining me. My chest, my chest is saying that I don't want this quarrel. I don't want this quarrel. As for me, a little grace, a little peace. Now, how does peace come? How does peace come? How does peace come? Peace comes from God. Peace comes from God. John 14, 27, Jesus said, I leave you peace. My peace, I leave you. Not as the world gives you. Yeah. Let's even look at 26. I think 26 talks about the Holy Spirit. Let's see, 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. Then 27, he says, Peace, I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world giveth. Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither be, let it be afraid. When you have peace, you are not afraid. When you have peace, you are not troubled. You are more relaxed. Peace comes from God. One of the things we must pray about diligently is for peace. Peace in your marriage. Peace at your workplace. Peace at school. Peace with you in your relationship. Peace, peace. 
No, there are so many people, they just want a little piece. Yeah, just a little piece. Just a little piece. Just a little piece in the marriage. That it can be quiet for one week. Nobody is fighting anybody. A little piece. So that you can enjoy the marriage. No peace. Some people just don't like peace. It's sad though. by, By the grace of God, I've been around for a little while. And I've seen people who don't like, I mean, they don't, they don't move, they don't gravitate. I think that's the best English word. They don't gravitate towards peace. Yeah, they are all, no matter where they are, they are always tearing up a beast. Always. Always. You hear of them. And sometimes you know those who like to quarrel by how often they change friends. Sometimes you know. Oh, sometimes you know. Sometimes you know by how often they change friends. I have people, yesterday I asked somebody to do something for me. He didn't know about it. I saw it and I sent it to him. Oh, this thing, who's doing it? Do one for me. Then I, I said to him on Thursday. Then yesterday I saw that he's done one for himself. It's not you, oh, please. He's done one for himself. He has not done one for me. So I said to him, hey, friends are bad. No, your own, I, I asked, how come I don't have one? No, it's not your case. Your case is not today. Your case is tomorrow. Your case will come on Tuesday. That's why I asked, I said, I wrote, I said, hey, you managed to do for yourself and you forgot about me. Then I wrote, and the friends are bad. Amos 3.3, friends are bad. Yeah, friends are bad. Then he said, oh, he's working on it. But you know the way life is. You didn't know, I said it. You have been able to work on yours. You are now working on mine. No problem. I said, cool, no problem. But this friend, I have known this friend since, since I, I first met this friend from the 14th of September, 1989. 14th September 1989. That's when I met this person. I don't know how many years now. 30 something. 31 years. You know by how often. Today this person said we are best friends. You see, they wear the same dress or the same shirt. Take pictures, selfies. They are friends. They are just taking pictures. Everywhere. Post everywhere. We go to the beach. We go to town. We go to Cape Town. We go to uh, this place. We go to everywhere. Take a lot of pictures. Everybody sees you. After three months. They introduce a new friend. Then the other one, gone. Gone for good. Then another friend comes on the scene. Hey, we are best buddies. They go to the gym together. (laughs) Build six pack. We are two two guys. Then give it another. Just give it 10 weeks. Give it 10 weeks. After 10 weeks, you see that friend has been deleted. And when that friend is deleted, you start to hear the bad things they'll say about that friend. She's wicked. He's wicked. It's like the devil. Pastor, you have never met the devil before until you meet this guy. You see, you don't need to read the Bible to see the devil. You just need to meet this, my friend. He's the devil. He's the real devil. Kessa, why are you looking at these guys? Yeah, he's the real devil. Diablo, that's the devil. The Diablo himself. It's a snake. 
then they'll introduce a new friend. So I, I, one, one, when I look at such people, I say, ah, but let's, let's think about this thing. Are you not the common denominator between all the relationships that you have introduced to me? Could it not be just per adventure, by mistake, just, just by, by, by a slightest, the slightest possibility that the problem can be you? I mean, you are the common, you are, you are the common denominator. You see, like I tell my wife, sometimes we are watching a series. Do you see? I tell my wife, they are trying, then they are trying to kill somebody. Then I tell my wife, this guy, they, he cannot be killed because if he's killed, the series will end. Do you get it? The series is about the person. Do, 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 I don't know if you know series that are like that. Like the series is about the person. So how do you kill that person? Once that person dies, then it's, it's the end of the, the series. So don't worry. So the person is the common denominator all the time. But he said, no, the problem is not you. It's your neighbor. Yeah. Peace comes from God. Jeremiah, Jeremiah. I have so many scriptures on how peace comes. Let's read one. Jeremiah 29, I think I'll close with that one. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. The Bible says, for I know the thoughts that I have concerned. This is how you get peace. That I think towards you, see the Lord. Thoughts of peace. God is thinking peaceful thoughts about you. And not of evil. To give you an expectant end. The way you have peace is to put your confidence in God. And in God's plans. To put your confidence in God and in God's plans. Put your confidence that God, he has thoughts of peace concerning us. Thoughts to bring us a hope and a future. That's what God is thinking about you. You immediately, you stop fretting about the many things you fret. Hey, will somebody marry me? Am I beautiful enough? Am I tall enough? Am I, am I short enough? Am I this enough? Am I? No, just put your confidence in God's plan. God says, the thoughts I have concerning you, they are thoughts of good and not evil. Thoughts of peace. To bring you to an unexpected end. An unexpected end is the end where you are expecting to end up in. Yeah. Put your trust in God. Once you trust in God, you will start to relax. You start to relax. David said, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall not fear. Why? know that God is with you. Jesus, when Jesus said, I give you peace, at that time he was leaving his disciples to go away to heaven. And he said, I give you peace. Now then he says, I'm with you. I'm with low, I'm with you. To the end of the age. Just know that I'm with you. Many of us fret over so many things. Me, when I sleep, I sleep. Oh. No, by the grace of God, when I'm asleep, I'm asleep. No, 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 no. When I'm asleep, I'm asleep. I'll be talking to my wife. She'll be talking. Then I'll say, okay. So let's sleep. Then my wife will say, oh, you don't sleep like that. I say, oh, watch. <laughs> I just turn my head. I close my eyes. Gone. Sometimes I can go. Then my wife will wake me. No, 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 no. Let's all start afresh. <laughs> let's start afresh. Let's start afresh. You don't just sleep. I say, me, when I sleep. So one day I said, let me teach you how to do it. So I said, you just watch. Don't argue. Just watch. Okay. So I said, you first do this. Then you turn yourself. 
to the position that you like and you close your eyes. Then you will sleep. She said, when I do this, I said, you watch me do it and then you will <laughs> I just like that. And I was gone. Slept. Gone, 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 gone. <laughs> yeah. And I sleep, I sleep because look, God has good plans for us. As a church, as, as things are happening in the church, oh, I don't fret because God has good thoughts and good plans for us. The same way, don't stress, don't fret. Put your confidence, pray, pray and put your confidence in God. And know that if God be for you, who can be against you? If God is for us, who can be against us? Yeah. Finally, Psalm 133. Peace is a very good time. I read the scripture. The Bible says, how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Peace brings the blessing of God. How good. It's a good thing. Psalm 133, verse 1 to 3. It says, it's a good thing for people to dwell together in unity. People cannot be together when there is no peace. The Bible says it's a good thing. Behold, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. Verse 2. It says it's like Kaleza. It is like the precious ointment upon the head that runs down upon the beard, even Aaron's beard, that it went down to the skirts of his garment. Verse 3. Bible says, and there. It is as the dew of Ammon. And as the dew that descended upon Mount Zion, for there the Lord commands his blessing, even life forevermore. When there's peace and brethren are together, God releases a blessing. And the blessing God releases is life. Life. May God give us life as we dwell together as one family, as one unit, as one church, as we dwell together in unity, may God release his blessing upon us. A little grace, a little peace. A little grace is what you need, and a little peace. A little peace at work, a little peace at home, a little peace in your marriage, a little peace in your family, a little peace in everything that you do. May that be your portion in the name of Jesus. This week, may you see peace. Some of us have been in situations where there have been no peace. Relationships where there have been no peace. Some, some, even some of the relationships, they've been abusive. But from today, may God lead you into peace. Yeah, I pray for you, especially if you are in an abusive relationship. May God himself reach out into that relationship and give you a solution. Yeah, and give you a solution. It's a special prayer for you. I don't know who, who's watching. Maybe you are watching from home, but you are in a relationship. Very aggressive. Very abusive. Very wild. Either verbally, physically. It's very wild. It's like a battlefield. May God bring peace into that relationship now. In the name of Jesus. There's somebody here, you are having a financial challenge and it doesn't give you peace. May God himself give you peace wherever you are now in the name of Jesus. There's somebody here, you are anxious, you are agitated. How are you going to pay your rent? How are you going to survive? May God reach out into that situation and bring you peace in the name of Jesus. Receive peace right now. Receive peace right now. Receive peace wherever you are. Receive the peace of God. The peace of God that 
passeth all understanding. May it be your portion right now in the name of Jesus. There's somebody you have been through a bad and a bitter experience and since then you cannot have peace. May God heal you right now in the name of Jesus. Receive healing right now in the name of Jesus. May he touch your heart. May he touch your soul. Any physical damage that has been done to you, may he stretch forth his mighty hand and heal it so that you will have peace. That when you sleep, you will sleep knowing that God is with you and God is for you. In the name of Jesus. Lift your hands. Just thank God for peace wherever you are. Stand to your feet. Just thank God for peace wherever you are. Thank God that peace is coming to your home. Peace is coming into your marriage. Peace is coming into your life. In the name of... There's somebody listening to me. Your relationship with your children have become mad. There's no peace. But peace is coming there right now. Right now. Right now. Lift your voice. Just thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God now. There's somebody here. Your parents never have peace. They never have peace. No day passes without a quarrel. Pray right now. Peace is coming to your home. Peace that passes all understanding is coming to your home right now. It's coming to your home right now. It's coming to your home right now. It's coming to your home right now. In the name of Jesus. 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 Peace is coming now, 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 now. Lift your hands wherever you are. Just thank him. Thank him for peace. Peace at your school. Peace at your home. Peace at your workplace. Peace in your family. Peace now. Peace in the church now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Peace now. Peace now. Peace now. There's somebody there's in your family. The siblings are always quarreling. There's no peace amongst the siblings. Pray right now for peace now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Makoli Pakala, Pandolobos Kepatoka, Le Pakoli Pakaya, Letositoli Bokaya, Lantolobos Kepandoka, La Pandaleboka Totaliboka, La Padoka di Palokaya, Peace, 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 a little peace, Lord, 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 Makoli Pakaya, La Cota Secolibaka. Lepando calebola, rapatotale, kebalolos, pandolobosicato, le capacaleba, la pola keloa, le intolobositotale, la pandoba, la pandoba, la pandoba, lentotale, lentotale, lentotale. My God, my God, let peace reign. Let peace reign. Peace that passes all understanding. Let it reign. 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 Lift your hands and receive the peace of God. 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 The peace of God in your life. In your life. The peace of God, the peace of God, receive deliverance from every obsession, from every obsession. Now, in the name of Jesus, La Pacota Kebala, Kebababa, Kayalola, Kayalola, Le Pacoca, Kendoboro, 
Satolico, Kayala Lassa, Tetotila, Lakota Becky, my God, peace now, peace of God, peace of God, in the name of Jesus, Lakota Mayatolabaka, Lipakova, receive peace, receive peace, in the name of Jesus, Father, thank you for every hand that is lifted, thank you for peace. Jesus said, peace I leave you. My peace I give you. Give us peace. Peace in the church that we can build. Peace in our homes that we can enjoy what you have blessed us with. Peace in our lives. Peace in our relationships. In the name of Jesus. Peace. Let us have peace of mind. Deliver us from annoyance. From anxiety. In the name of Jesus. Let everybody under the sound of my voice receive the peace that cometh from God. In the name of Jesus, I curse every situation that doesn't allow you to sleep. I declare that today is the last day of it. In the name of Jesus, I curse everything that doesn't allow you to settle down and allow God to minister to you. From today you are free in the name of Jesus. May the sun set you free now and may you be free indeed to the glory of God. We give you praise Lord. We give you glory in Jesus mighty name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Say your loudest amen. Amen. And clap your hands unto the Lord. Clap your hands unto the at home. Clap your hands. Peace is coming to your home. Peace is coming to your home. Peace is coming to your home. There's somebody watching me right now. You have a brother who has left home for years. He's going to return home. I prophesy to you. He's going to return home. He's going to return home. He's going to return home. Yeah. God is bringing peace to your family now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Wonderful. You want to, every eye close, every head, but I want to pray with you. You want to say, Pastor. I want to meet the Prince of Peace himself. I am not born again. Today, I want to humble myself and ask Jesus to come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. You are here right now. You, you don't want to go to hell or you are watching me at home. You don't want to go to hell when you die. I want you to lift up your right hand. I want to pray with you quickly as we bring the service to a close. Pastor, I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. Lift up your right hand. I'll pray with you. If you are lifting your hand, lift it high above your head. I want to pray with you. Pastor, I don't want to go to hell when I die. Lift up your Every eye close, every head bow. Lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. Lift up your hand. I want to pray with you. Pastor, I don't want to go to hell when I die. I want to ask Jesus to come into my heart and be the Lord of my life. My brother, if you are lifting your hand, lift your hand. If you are not also, you can just drop it so we know you made that choice. Lift your, if your hand is up, I want to pray with you. I want you to pray this prayer with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen wonderful there's there's a phone number coming on your screen right now if you pray this prayer just i want you to whatsapp us or send us an sms 
and we will call you and we will interact with you. We will help you to grow as a Christian. God bless you. Put your hands together one more time and you may be seated in the presence of God. Hallelujah. How many of you have been blessed by coming to church this morning? You will know peace in a way you have never known before. Yeah. From today, begin to value peace. Yeah, value it. What you don't value doesn't come to you. Do you guys like having a dog? Every day you kick it. It will never come to you. Do you see it? Uh-huh. That's why dogs go to white people more than black people. Anyway, that's just by the way. Yeah. Yeah, ne? Wonderful. We want to receive our second offering. We want to receive our second offering before we take communion. We want to receive our... Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.